Hello, it's Jason Manford here. This is my podcast. Now, obviously, it is different to the radio show because you don't get the music and the adverts and the news and all that sort of stuff. But I want you to still feel included in some of the topics. So if a topic comes up that you think, you know what, I've got something about that, feel free to message me on Twitter or Facebook and at some point I'll get round to that message and it can even be included in the podcast next week. So do feel free to be as interactive as the listeners who bother their asses to get out of bed to listen to us on a Sunday morning. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Joined, uh, what a treat, what a treat today. We have the very, very funny Hal Cruttenden, everybody. He's there. Uh, well, you Good know morning. you've always been one of my favourite comics, Hal. Thank you very much. I do, one thing that worries me at eight in the morning is the, is the big build-up. Why don't yeah. go, he's slightly amusing. No, well, what morning. I will tell you is this. He's, <laughs> in the evening, this guy rocks. Morning. I'm a, yeah. Eh. Morning, little bit dodgy, he's not just, had enough to eat. In the morning, he's just, is, is the Clark Kent. Yeah. He's <laughs> exactly, Clark Kent. Exactly. <laughs> so, geeky, but still sexy. Oh, man. <laughs> You've got it rocking. Yeah. got it rocking on. Uh, so, welcome to the show. I was, uh, can't wait to play a song there, because I, I was actually late for my own radio show, which I, sh- I don't even have to admit, because I could totally yeah. get away with it. But, but you're I, so, that's just how cool you are. That's, you, you can just swan in. I didn't feel guys. cool. I'll be honest with you, on the drive-in. Do you not sweating. think comics are like this, though? What? Late for everything. Because, and I think I was, I was talking about this earlier. Mm. Like, do, you're at tour venues, and they say, oh, get there at this time. Do oh, you yeah, slightly yeah. end up being a bit late? No, they go, oh, you're not the worst. And I think it's because <laughs> we live our lives... Because of comedy clubs and all those times mm. when we're told, get there at six, and it doesn't start at 7.30. I think we realise we'd lose cr- a day if we yes. actually turned up on time. Sort of thing. <laughs> we'd lose a day of hanging about. So to be honest, yeah. Al, I am late so often... That when I turn up on time, I'm always disappointed that no one's said, like, well done. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, what, I'm not getting a pat on the back or anything for turning up early? I had a head teacher who said, um, I always forget what he said, but the exact details. He said, to be early is to be on time, to be on time is to be late, and to be late is unacceptable. Oh. Yeah, he was a right laugh. (laughs) <laughs> He's like that head teacher in the news this week that sent all those kids back home. Oh, yeah, was that 50 that? or something? Well, oh, it, it depends which uh, article you read, but yeah. apparently, yeah, this guy in uh, Kent, this, this is a head teacher, um, sent all these kids home because they were wearing uh, wrong uniforms and they were trying to pass off black trainers as... And I, I sort of read it and I thought... Well, obviously, it's usually like, well, how's this news? Mm. But the thing that got me, right, is not the fact that they got sent home. That's, mm. I'm fine with that, because you're supposed to wear the uniform. That's the yeah. rules, right? Yeah. That's fine. I get that. Kids forever will always try to get away. They know where the rules are, and they'll wear the little tie, or, you know, yeah. they'll slip on a different colour, something or other. That's the rules. And then the teacher deals with it, either sends them home or, or, or lets them get away with it for a day. What I don't think is right mm. is parents wading in. Yeah. What, what, can you imagine when you were a kid coming home and telling your parents... Yeah, that you were oh, This happened, I did something wrong at school and I got in trouble for it. Well, fine. Yeah. That's, that's, what, that's what's supposed to happen. Do you think a lot do, though? Do, is that what happened? Were parents... Yeah, so there was like... They had to call the police and everything. That's why it made the paper. Oh, really? These, yeah, these parents Sorry. were kicking off. Yeah. Oh, it is extraordinary. It's ridiculous. Anyway, that's... I'm, I'm old now. I've just had a birthday. I'm feeling so old. Oh, man. Just, like, honestly, I don't <laughs> want to talk about it. You're such a youngster. You look great. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I feel great. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Plenty of people up and about this morning at this ridiculous hour at 20 past eight on a Sunday morning. Sunday morning. I, I, I it, it, it never... Sits right with me. <laughs> Never how sits how right. long have you been doing this? I've been for? doing this for nearly a year. But really? yes, <laughs> it's still not right. And also, the mad thing is, I would be up anyway because my daughter, boom, she's really? up and yeah. See, I drove in this morning and I had a little chat with a guy at the at uh, the petrol station. I stopped off to get mm. a coffee on the way in, and he'd been up all night. And he was kind of weirdly, you know, oh, it's great, it's fantastic. I'm yeah. <laughs> You've, you're all, everybody's a little bit weird, and the yeah. streets of London are a bit like yeah. twenty eight days later. They're very empty. You feel mm. like everybody's dead Well, it's weird because I, I do this show from all over the country, wherever oh. I am on tour. We've done it Belfast, we've done it uh, Manchester and all sorts of places, Southampton. And it's the same everywhere. It's just this weird, like, you're driving in, you think, is that, 
this this is what it would be like if there'd been an apocalypse. Yeah, and there's a, but there's a, in reality there's a sort of smell of regret on the street. I was thinking, isn't it? <laughs> on it's a Sunday, Sunday yeah. morning, what have I done? Yeah, the old straggler walking home. From definitely. The <laughs> once I saw <laughs> this is a bit horrible, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, <laughs> it was once <laughs> on Sunday morning. I was going into work, and uh, this one I worked in a in a call centre, and. Um, on, like, down this alleyway, I saw a condom and, a re- and a, one of those roses that you buy in the street for, like, £3, just next oh, to each other. Oh. Something slightly romantic about it. There is something like, oh. gritty and realistic, but yeah. romantic. Yeah, it was like a Mike Lee film, <laughs> but just all in one, <laughs> just in one shot. It was awful. Uh, anyway, moving on. Uh, we've got uh, plenty of people uh, getting in touch this morning. Joe from Crew says, I'm up, Jason. I'm cooking buffet food for my grandma's 89th birthday this morning. She is my role model and my inspiration every single day. She's actually my role model as well. She's my role model. That's too much sucking up. There's money involved there, isn't there? (laughs) (laughs) I think Grandma's quite loaded. (laughs) (laughs) You reckon? Well, Grandma's my inspiration as well because she's managed to get Joe up at 8 o'clock in the morning to do some dinner. I'm into that as well, yeah. You, you, reckon, you reckon Nana's got a few coinage? Yeah, I think she wants Nana to hear this. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm not really, I'm joking, I'm sure she's lovely. She's a lovely woman. Very well done. 8, 12, 15, if, uh, if you're trying to get some money off an old lady, uh, <laughs> do, do let us know. Uh, Andy Birmingham, good morning, Jace. I am off to Santa Pod to watch the Top Fuel Drag Race. I presume that's men dressing up as women, just running, <laughs> is that what that is? <laughs> On your marks, get set, go. And their high heels, that'd be great fun. Uh, one of the few reasons why I will be up at this uh, stupid o'clock on a Sunday. But I'm still get- I am getting used to it now. I'm getting used to this uh, morning. And also the other thing that happens is then I get a load of people having a go at me by going, this isn't even early, mate. This yeah. isn't even early. You know, those people. Yeah. But they don't go out at night, so they're just no, angry. Aren't they? There is that as well. <laughs> Good morning, Jason, my old mucker. Just getting my girls ready for church. It's the only place I can get a drink at 10 o'clock in the morning. That's the spirit, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what church is for. <laughs> <laughs> So eight twelve fifteen on the text. Uh, do uh, do get in touch and let us know what you're up to, and uh, and also we're talking uh, being late. We're talking excuses for being late. The most ridiculous excuses. I didn't really have an excuse this morning. I was only a couple of minutes late, but I didn't. It was just traffic, boring. But I want to hear the most crazy random excuses for being late. This is Jason Manford. This is. Matters. Oasis on Absolute Radio. They'll be happy boys this morning, won't they, after the uh, derby results yesterday? Oh, yes. 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 Well, as, I, was just, I was just saying, because I'm, I'm not a massive football fan. I no. go occasionally to Spurs when I'm a QPR fan. It's that ridiculous. Friend, that is ridiculous. A friend of mine's a Spurs fan. He, I'm he waiting takes for the text now, the he abuse. Takes, well, we, live, we, we live up in North London now. I grew yeah. up in West London, so I saw QPR. Yeah. And he just takes me to Spurs. And I've, I've been about three times. It's been great. Because Spurs are great. But QPR are great, too. But... <laughs> I, yeah, I realise I'm, I'm, I don't want to tell him because I'm scared he'll get people off me, but I, I'm not a fan of Mourinho, and it's, I no. used to be, in the United City thing, I'd always support United, right. and this has been a turning point for me. Oh, wow. I was delighted that City won. Oh, delighted. really? I don't like Mourinho, and it's awful, so I'm going to get some I mean, hatred now. I don't mind him, because I just think, I think he's a character. I mean, I don't think he's a, I don't know, I don't care either way, mm. but I just think he's a good character to have. In the, I'm glad he's in the Premiership, but I'm glad he's not my team's manager. Yeah. That's the thing that I like about him. But there does seem to be that thing, doesn't there, of people going, well, you know, I go, he's not a... These, these people... Just being a very bad loser. I, and the people <laughs> go, that's what makes great winners. But I think <laughs> no. somebody should say, you're, you're like a child. Get, just just take losing gracefully. But God. isn't it nice? Because, you know, with football, it's all so... Everyone's so media-trained and, like... You know, we did our best out there, and uh, you know it was a game of two halves, and uh, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, we had my heart on my sleeve, and uh, yeah. you know, it's just these phrases where you're like, and it's sometimes nice when you get somebody who's who's genuinely like annoyed that they lost because you but just don't, don't get that, you know. But don't you just wait. I w- I'd love it if an interview just went, Jose. Do- why didn't you grow up in terms of winning and losing? <laughs> Why did no one ever take you to one side and go, do you know what, sometimes you just go, yeah, we, you know, they were better side, well played City today. But then, are any of the fans doing that? I mean, did any fans come away from Old Trafford yesterday, even though Man City did outplay them for the whole yeah. 90 minutes, especially the first half, did any <laughs> of them come away and go, nah, fair enough? No, I bet you there were. There are. There are very sane football fans. This is well, the, I've the never terrible done that. ones. The <laughs> terrible <laughs> ones give the fans. others the bad name. There are very. I say the worst sort of football fans, right? Mm. Are the ones who support your team, right? Mm. Who I, there's a couple I sometimes sit next to, right? I probably shouldn't say this yeah. because they'll see me next week. But there's, there's two lads. Um, well, two old fellows who, who, who sit near us, right? And 
we'll be watching the game, and you know when you're amongst your own fans, like yeah. you can, you, you sort of protect in a little protective bubble, aren't you? So yeah. every opinion is obviously biased. Of course it yeah. is because that's, and so you'll be going, uh, that was, oh, was offside, that was offside, or oh, mm. I think that was handball, or what. There's a guy in front of me who will correct us, depending on what the actual thing... But yeah. I'm on his side, I don't know no, you. No, I'm like, that's offside, he'll go, you are, actually, guys, I don't <laughs> think that was offside at all. Mate, I don't care! I think that's fantastic! No! No, how? it's about accepting the truth. No. I'm really... Honestly, oh, we're going to have problems now, aren't we? No! no but, no, but the thing, that's the problem. You're deliberately saying, I'm wrong, but I'm so one-eyed, I'm actually embracing that. <laughs> no, it's lovely to have that thing and go, do you know what, we didn't play so well, so well. yeah, maybe we were lucky. That goal we've got wasn't really a goal. I'm that's glad you don't sit next to me at the game. To... Oh, I don't know. I, I, honestly, I've, I've, I mean, just the worst I've seen. I'm now going to slag off a whole <laughs> team. I went to Tottenham Fiorentina uh, right. in Europa League last season, and... Um, there's a different level of fan in yes. Italy. Whoa! Oh, yeah. We were get, we were above them. They were throat slitting. Yeah. Fascist salutes. There was everything going, and I was like going. Well, I mean, they, it's just a game, mate. It's just every, a game. Every time Spurs scored, they turned and threatened us. It yes. was quite funny. Yeah. Um, no, I, I've been to some of those games abroad. They are a different. It's yeah. just totally different, isn't it? It's weird. Well, this is what I think. This is why I'd quite like England not to qualify for Russia <laughs> because I think that's yeah. Them. It's going to be quite tasty, that World Cup. I it? can't, I mean, I'm just going to say, I can't believe that Russia are, are allowed, the, the, I, I can't believe they're allowed to have it. It, it makes no sense. But Donald Trump might be American president at the end of the year. <laughs> oh, it's God. a mad world. Oh, God, <laughs> what is going on? It's like, it's like you went to sleep and woke up and gone, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Right, uh, someone's just made It's like up. Armageddon. It's like walking through the streets of London early this morning. <laughs> exactly, goes, oh, yeah. No one's around. Well, David in Rygate's not having that today because he's up uh, early morning. He says, ugh, morning, Jace. Up at this time playing Happy Land tea parties with my twin daughters. Oh. That's Leanne and David. Uh, Greg's delivering portaloos, Jace. That's what I'm doing, <laughs> delivering portaloos. Proper job. And um, uh, Scott in uh, Melton Mowbray, he says, Good morning, Jason. I'm up and getting ready for my first day back at work after being off sick with a serious illness. Trying to keep it light, Scott. So, yeah. I'm glad you're better. He's fine. He's going to be fine. I'm so glad you're better. I'm yeah. really over the moon you're better, but son, come on. <laughs> Two okay. comics here, we can't. <laughs> That's really. It is hard when you get that in a comedy gig and someone goes, Yeah, I've actually had a very similar. So you go, yeah, no, I've had that on the front row. Hello, uh, mate, what do you do for a living? Uh, I work for Save the Children. Oh, great. Yeah. What am I supposed to do with that? I know. I tend to run, I'm awful. I tend to run around the stage going, It's a comedy gig. Just lie. Give me something <laughs> funny. Don't, yeah. This is meant to be a two way thing. I've got five minutes on plumbers. Just say plumbers. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. I'm joined by Hal Cruttenden this morning, who, uh, we've got one of our very, re very rare, I must say, very rare, <laughs> uh, but we have got, uh, one of our first, uh, abuse texts that yeah. uh, have come in, Hal. Yeah. Uh, do you want to, do you want to read it out see, in what you, thought... think, what you think the guy's voice, uh, would sound like? Uh, okay, uh, too much waffle about nothing, bye, is what he's written. <laughs> Capitals bye. Because he's well. so angry. But uh, I thought there was somebody outside the studio who was like, say, you know, measure and go, oh, oh I, I won't see. put this one through. So the filter. But absolutely, literally, see, this is really bad. Now we've yeah. told them we don't care. I know, you'll get Everyone's going to get on and get on and go, you're rubbish and you've got a girl's I'm... voice. <laughs> and stuff like that. But, um, that I know me. I have a girl's voice. Just stop that. No, but, but, What's the text? I might do that myself. But it is funny when people have to, you know, it's like, it, it's, it's that, what does that guy want? What can we do? To be more, say, Not, we talk about something substantive. It's Sunday morning. Yeah. People don't want to wake up. To I it. think that someone, that's someone who's never listened to this show before. Yeah. Because uh, we've never talked about anything. Obviously, never seen your act. Never seen my act. <laughs> I mean, that's what this show is, yeah. But no, I do, I do find that, um, you know, what, what I do enjoy about this show is that we just have a little chat and actually yeah. people join in, tell us what they're up to. I'm, 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 I'm well up for it. I'm well up for that. But uh, yeah, I liked his uh, too much waffle about nothing. I mean, like... Oh, I in capitals. <laughs> I mean, we do waffle, I must say. I do, I do look... I, I like waffling. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a fan of the waffle. I'm now going to talk a minute about waffling. 
<laughs> just to, just, because you know what the other thing is? He's still listening. Yeah. <laughs> he's still all... thinking, will it get on? Will yeah. it get on? Yeah, I've got something about, yeah. So that's, maybe he'll come back with something else. Come on, give us some more. No, let's um, no, no, no. Oh, we're gonna, oh, it's terrible. He'll be outside with a, with a, with an axe by the end of the show. Oh, Sorry, right. <laughs> you make it <laughs> too much. And he'll get here in no time, because there's no traffic. <laughs> <laughs> an hour's of traffic. Uh, 8, 8, 12, 15 on the text, if you want to say hello to me, or any abuse to Hal, and um, <laughs> he loves it. <laughs> uh, and we're talking about uh, excuses for uh, being late. So if you've if you've been massively late at some point, I was I was I was a couple of minutes late this morning. Mm. How was it for me? Which is I was <laughs> never good. I was um, keen and excited. I know. And then I just strolled in at yeah. like three minutes past eight. Morning. What time Half did you wake up this morning? Uh, like quarter to seven. Oh, really? Yeah. God, I was quarter past six. Was yeah. You're yeah. so cute. <laughs> You're so cute. <laughs> Um, uh, so, yeah, so I'm after that this morning, 8, 12, 15 on text. Uh, a couple of uh, examples. Uh, Valian, that's a good name, isn't it? Valian. Yeah. Valian, uh, as messaged me, she said, once my boyfriend at the time decided, uh, this just goes a bit saucy, uh, to use handcuffs in the bedroom. Uh, he was a copper, so they were proper handcuffs. Um, he did lose the key, so the cuffs didn't go anywhere. It took half a day to find a key oh and a disciplinary later at work. Oh. <laughs> Him or her, not sure. Steve Jones, they're all a bit saucy, these. I don't know why, but uh, 8, 12, 15 is the, is the text if you want to unsaucy them. But uh, he says, Steve says, I was in the Royal Navy. So you already know this is it's going to go one way or another. <laughs> <laughs> when my ship was uh, was in, is it Cadiz? Cadiz? Cadiz. Cadiz in Spain. Uh, I, I woke up in a Spanish girl's bed. Looked at the clock and it was ten o'clock. I thought, oh no. Asked the girl if she could give me a lift to the ship because it was sailing at ten. She didn't speak English. After about ten minutes of sign, uh, sign, sign writing, he said, uh, I finally got a taxi which arrived at ten thirty. It was half an hour taxi ride. That cost me a fortune. We got to the port and my ship had set sail. <sighs> Listen to this. I had to find the harbour master, who luckily could speak English. He got in touch with my ship, who sent the helicopter to pick me up. I received 30 days extra duty and a fine, which I had to explain to my then-girlfriend in the UK oh. why I had it. That is horrendous. And what was his name? So is he still with the he girlfriend? Was called, no, he did say ex-girlfriend, oh, right, to be right, fair. Right, but, right. yeah, Steve Jones. Falling. He's a bad one. He's a, he's a, he's a bad one. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. I'm joined by Hal Cruttenden, and uh, this morning we're talking about uh, excuses for being late. If you've uh, been... You, so you, me, me and you, we're, we're, we're slightly uh, tardy with our uh, time, yeah. aren't we? We're not great at timekeeping. I, I've ne have you ever made... I've never made a ridiculous excuse. I've, I've always think you have to keep it near to the truth. Yeah, you just I think say so. There's a little bit of traffic. You maybe exaggerate the amount of traffic. The thing we'll about lying is you've got to have a good memory. Aren't you? Yeah, and it's you know it's like the old um, what was that one a few years back where Stephen Island uh, at uh, Aston Villa or when he was at Man City had said his grand died, but like she'd already died like a few oh. years earlier. <laughs> like so, I mean technically it wasn't a lie, but like, yeah, but she has died just not recently. So you know you've got to you have to be. You do have to be careful. We have you to do, be careful. I remember that with comics. You remember those comics who, who keep jokes a really long time and they mm. go, I had a baby the other day and the baby's yeah. now 12. Yeah, and a, comic, I, a comic I, himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd always, yes, I'd always have to... I think you've always got to keep it as real as possible because I yeah. always get caught out. Well, in it depends how good it depends how good you are. My favourite one is um, who's the Brummy comic, Sean? Oh, Sean, Sean, oh, Sean name? Percival, Sean Percival, yeah. who's got a, that brilliant routine about uh, basic instinct. Yes, which, <laughs> no, it's not basic instinct. It it's the one where fatal attraction. It's fa no, it's, it's they have to sleep with the wife sleeping with him for a million pounds. Isn't it? Oh yeah, what's that film? A demo? A demo? Know that? Woody? <laughs> no, it's not. It's it's, it's Robert Redford, Woody Harrelson. Helson and, uh, and um, Demi Moore. Demi Moore. It? Is it? Yeah. Indecent proposal. Indecent proposal. Um, but he, I remember him, him doing that joke when I first started, like nearly yeah. 20 years ago, uh, and it had just come out. Yeah. And, and then, like, a couple of years later, seeing him and him going, just come out on video. Yeah. <laughs> like, and even now, I, yeah. I think I've even recently yeah, I've seen him on do Sky. It. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and I noticed it's been re released for its 20th uh, year anniversary. <laughs> Just carrying on doing the same, same thing. I mean, that's great, though. If you can do it, do it. Yeah. I'd love to, I'd love to do that. Uh, so if you're up and about this morning, 
Uh, do let us know what, uh, if you've had any excuses for being late. Uh, any ridiculous excuses, obviously not just like the re- the truth. That would be that would be boring. Uh, this one says, uh, hi guys, I've been up since half six studying for, studying for the knowledge. That, that's Ooh. out there in London town. Uh, but he says, in regards uh, to... It, <laughs> Sorry, I don't <laughs> want to kill that. Like, isn't Uber destroying all that? Yeah, no, let's stop. No, no, it's fine. We, have, we, have we still need the drivers. knowledge. Yeah. Cab drivers are great. Do you need use, the knowledge? I don't have Uber, so I'm... I, can I say cab drivers? I'm completely on your side because I don't know the thing. <laughs> I'm rubbish with technology. Don't panic, Alan. Alan. It's fine. You've got fine. me in a state thinking I don't know about Uber. There's people messaging now saying that they love waffles, so we're, we're okay, fine. Yeah, okay, we're fine. Okay. Uh, in regards to excuses for being late, a mate of mine many years ago worked with a bloke who was a bit of a liar. Uh, he walked in late one day claiming he had helped foil an armed robbery. I mean, if you're going to go big, go big. Yeah. Uh, they laughed it off. Only when the police appeared a few hours later to arrest him did they realise that he was actually telling the truth. The boss still gave him a disciplinary, though. This is fair <laughs> enough, yeah. You, st- you were still late. <laughs> Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford, joined by Hal Cruttenden this morning, uh, talking excuses for being late. I just realised that I... Uh, someone, just re- someone just reminded me on the text. Uh, is uh, I had the best excuse for being late when I... Um, when I did uh, the, the show Ordinary Lies, which was a drama I did for BBC One, which, which the yeah. excuse was, um, so I, my character was about to be late, he was about to lose everything, lose his job and, you know, all that. Yeah. And uh, he just said, oh, my wife died. Oh, just made it up, even though she wasn't. Yeah, it was a good drama. It was a good hour. Brilliant. Good hour of intense <laughs> trying, to, <laughs> trying, to, trying to deal with that. Um, but even now people sort of mention it to me in the street, like, I'm like, it's not, it wasn't real, pal. It wasn't oh, real. <laughs> well, I remember that from, you know, people in... Um, in uh, EastEnders, apparently still, uh, and, and Coronation Street, and mm. people in soap operas still get abuse in the street for things their character's yeah. done. <laughs> it's crazy. I had, I had a friend at drama Boring, school who it? was psychogeny, I think, in um, Brookside. Right. Uh, Kate Fox, her name is. And she got chased down the street in Liverpool. Leave <laughs> Mick alone. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> uh, Jeanette Jacobs uh, uh, says, was, was in trouble for always being late and was uh, on pretty much my final warning. I'd overslept. Had a quick wash and dashed out the door, grabbing my bag on the way. We lived just across the road from a local comprehensive school. Queued dozens of local teenagers pointing and laughing at me. A quick check to make sure my skirt wasn't tucked into my knickers. Went to reach into my handbag for a mirror to check for toothpaste around my mouth. I wasn't carrying my handbag. Nope. <laughs> I'd grabbed my bright pink furry hot water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't get the start, though. Uh, and Alison Thomas said, uh, a member of my staff who was pregnant mm. uh, once rang in to say she couldn't come to work as she had just discovered she had hairy nipples. <laughs> she was so distraught she'd booked a doctor's appointment to sort it out. <laughs> Wow, That's fantastic. These, are the, these, these are what we're I after. Didn't know this you morning. could say that on Sunday morning, what? radio. That's hairy nipples. They're, they're still a thing, aren't they? They're, they're a medical. Is just, nipples is something. Well, don't, it's, I don't, I'm saying it too much now. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're saying it too <laughs> much now. We've gone from the point of going, it's totally fine to. No, no. <laughs> hello, hello, Ofcom. <laughs> So talking about being late this morning, uh, uh, excuses for uh, for being late. Uh, Ali Goodman uh, has probably got the most uh, ridiculous one. She says, uh, late for work once because a cow had climbed onto my car bonnet and started giving birth. Farmer paid for the damage caused as motor insurance didn't cover such things. I just don't know why the cow... I know we're not, they're not the most intelligent animals, but why... Yeah, it doesn't look like a comfy a... place, does it, to, to give birth? Out? I don't oh. know what's happened there. Well, oh, yeah, I mean, what would you ring up with the insurance for? They wouldn't <laughs> believe you, would they? I wonder the farmer... Don't even worry about ringing the insurance, I'll sort it. It's quite nice to be part of that cow's special moment. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if that does sort of pay back. You go, oh, they'll never forget this. Yeah. Oh, no, I can't but when you, when you I pull... squatted on a car and had to do it right there. <laughs> but when you pull up into the... Uh, into the hand wash <laughs> cleaners. <laughs> you couldn't do the... Uh, <laughs> I was it for the bonnet there. <laughs> Have you got one there, Hal? Uh, I've got one here uh, from someone who's doing the ironing, ready for the school week. So they're very organised. I don't know organized. if it's a man or a woman, but I, you know, there's terrible sexist that you assume 
Only women are that organised on a Sunday morning to be doing the ironing. Well, I'm sure. every man I've ever seen doesn't look like he's ironed anything. No, so. exactly. But this is a good story. <laughs> my sister was so close to being late uh, to my wedding, as she decided on her driving lesson that morning, she was going to run over a squirrel. It must have been a bad omen, as I am no longer married. <laughs> wow. I, lo- I love people getting joy from terrible things and <laughs> life-changing things in life. But the thing with, why is running over a squirrel making you late? You don't, it's not like, you know, no, ambulances, police arrive, fire brigade, close the road. Yeah, How it does the squirrel die? Odd. It's just you just drive on, don't you? Laughing. Well, <laughs> they deserved it. I'm no, not I'm sure they. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I, I th- certainly, it certainly won't make me stop my day. No, that sounds like an excuse to me. Maybe she didn't like the whoever you were marrying. Have, yeah, that's true. Have you? By the way, have you? I once ran over a rabbit mm. that was on on an A road going really fast. So suddenly, it was, I went. Oh, it was late at night, mm. and I went straight over it. And I don't think I. I, 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 I felt no bump, so I assume. That's the only... I mean, How do you know it happened, then? Well, exactly, that's the thing of... Maybe I, it was underneath the... Between yeah, the tyres. I think it got between the tyres. That's what from. I would hope to all the children listening, Hal. No, 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 I'm just... Happened. I'm just... Wouldn't you? No, that's I'm what just, I think happened, Hal. No, that's what I think happened, Hal. <laughs> but I'm just saying, <laughs> have you... I mean, I don't know how many other... I've hardly ever run over an animal in my life, and that was one time I went, this is it. I'm Why don't you put that on your CV? Yeah. Never ran over an animal. I really have. Nearly crashed a car avoiding a cat. That's Sorry, beautiful. I've turned it into all about me again. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I have a comedian on every week, don't worry about it. <laughs> you won't be the first or the last. Uh, Amy Athwaite says, uh, I was on my way to work suffering morning sickness, so I jumped off the bus and threw up, threw up on someone's mm. shoes. Uh, I decided to risk catching the next bus, ended up throwing up all over the bus a few stops later, all over myself, so I had to get off and ring my granddad to pick me up, drive me home for a shower and to get changed, then to take me to work almost two hours late. I rang work to say... I would be late, as I've been sick, and they told me to stay off if I was ill. That's how I told them I was pregnant. Oh. That's a hell of a story if you're going to tell them you're going to Lovely stories to tell your kid when they're born as yeah. well. Oh, you know, <laughs> that they're 18th. They made me throw up all morning. Have you been late uh, for, for a gig? Have yes. Been late for a gig? Have I you dealt think. with that? Have you ever gone on stage and had to, like, apologise to the audience? Yes, but you do it... I'm, I've never been... Have I been that bad? I probably have in club days and things, mm. walked on and been late... Um, but that's, but it's usually a really good reason, isn't there? And it, it does, it creates a little vibe of them, you know, you've already yeah. got an atmosphere going with them being <laughs> yeah, really <'cause> angry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I um, went to do a gig in Lincoln. This yeah. actually made the, lo- this made the press, actually, at the time. Yeah. I went to do a gig in Lincoln about, uh, maybe three years ago, two and a half years ago, and I was driving over from Manchester across the Pennines and down, and, uh, just got stuck, like, there was some roadworks going on, one late, you know those roads on, on that ridiculous road. So, um, was just stuck for like an hour and a half, nearly two hours, just stuck there. And uh, at, this is the days where I didn't have, like, I didn't have a support accident. It was just me yeah. um, at eight o'clock. I start at eight o'clock. So while I'm still there, a good like uh, <laughs> two hours from the venue, uh, and it's approaching uh, sort of half seven. Yeah, I'm like, what am I gonna? What am I going to do? Like, I'm gonna have to cancel the gig, and I hate canceling. And you've got to deal with insurance and all this sort of thing. So I rang my tour manager and said, look, I'm, I'm going to be late. Why don't you buy everybody a drink in the venue and, uh, and then I'll just I'll rock up uh, yeah. whenever I can. Three and a half thousand pounds it cost me, Hal. See, that's why it's, that's why mean, it's, tougher, it's tougher being as successful as you. For me, that would be quite a cheap round for my crowd. <laughs> um, but you're, you're... I broke even that night, I'll tell you what, I couldn't believe Did it. you heard about you know, Sean Walsh, comic mm. Sean Walsh? He once drove to the wrong place. Oh, yes, the it wrong was something venue. like drove Hartford to Hereford Shearer instead Hereford. of Hartford. Yeah, yeah. I mean, literally, Hartford is, you know, I'm in, I'm in Enfield, Hartford's just up the road. <laughs> Hereford's over nearly Wales, <laughs> and he drove to Hereford instead of Hartford. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, I mean, that's, something's gone wrong there. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. too much drinking, that's, if I know Sean. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was, uh... No, he was driving, so I'm sure he wasn't being a leader. Yes, of course. No, he was on the, no, he got the train, it was the train. Oh, it was the yeah, train. Yeah, he got no, the right. wrong train, that's oh, what he was. was drinking then. So, <laughs> <laughs> on, the, on the train. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music... Matters. I just remembered another one of a friend of mine who was late yeah. and missed a show once. Um, naming no names. I'm not even going to tell you what show it was. But it was somebody I was in a show with. And, uh, <laughs> right, I've got to be careful how I phrase this. So, so it was an actor? This, yes, but I'm oh. not going to give you any more clues than that. <laughs> <laughs> so we were doing a show and we were in... Uh, uh, we were doing a show in another country. And it was the opening night and... We he was one of the main guys, and uh, he just wasn't there. So understood, he did it. It was fine all day. We were like, "Where is it? Is he going to make it? Is he going to make it?" 
Mm, not sure he's going to make it. He's missed. He's missed the flight. He's missed the. So, we get to showtime. We do the show without him. It's fine. You know, understood. He's fabulous. And um, afterwards, on on the opening night of a of a show, often there's um, drinks. You know, mm. the the, the theatre put on drinks. So we're having these drinks, and uh, he he rocks up to the drinks, but he's not done the show, which that's. Anyway, yeah. it's a bit weird. <laughs> so we're, <laughs> I love him to bits, right? And I can just see people rubbing his back and like just sort of saying, "Don't worry about it." And I'm like, "Oh man, like something awful must have happened." So I said, I went over and I said, "Hey mate, hope you're all right. Um, you know, sorry you missed the show and stuff." And he went, "Oh, it's been a terrible day." And I said, "Oh, what's happened? Tell, tell us what happened." He went, "It's my kitty cat." And I'm like, "Oh, oh, right." I'm thinking, "Oh, it's died or it's been run over. It's been put down." Mm. He said, yeah, I'm afraid he's, um, he's depressed. I went, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> he went, yeah, my cat's depressed. I was like, I'm, your cat's depressed? Yeah, I, I, w- I wasn't able to leave him today because he's depressed and uh, because every time I leave, he um, he gets depressed. <laughs> I was like, wow. So he had to just stay on the couch watching movies yeah. stroking the cat. <laughs> exactly. So, and I was, like, trying to keep a straight face because he was so serious about it and I was like... Oh, crikey there, that sounds awful. And then I sort of, obviously I had a little smirk, like, well, I didn't mean to, I had a little smirk. Mm. And uh, he was like, you're not taking this seriously, are you? And I was like, no, I am, I am taking it seriously. All, and he, he, then he said, don't you ever put this in your comedy set. And I was like, <laughs> what, as if I would, as if I would do that. <laughs> but he didn't say, don't say it on he never radio, going no. out across the... <laughs> He didn't say that. My, my favourite bit was, though, um, he said to me, um, he said, you know what, that, that it's a depressed cat, you know, there's not a lot you can do when your cat's depressed. I said, but what's the worst thing yeah. that could have happened if you'd left him? I mean, even if he'd have topped himself, he's got nine lives. Yeah, he? even if he'd thrown himself I mean, off the top of the building, cats, cats are quite good. <laughs> he's fine. <laughs> this is Jason Manford. This is Matters. Right, last couple of uh, late stories uh, before we move on. Uh, Marie Davis said, uh, I was on my way to work when my car conked out at some traffic lights. Uh, this guy in the car behind got out of his car and helped me push my car over to the garage. However, he left me uh, on a slight slope and the car started to roll back, knocking me over and hitting me. If it hadn't been for a local homeless guy who ran over and jumped on the car, I'd hate to think what else could have happened. I had to call work and say I'd been run over by my <laughs> own car and I was the driver. <laughs> didn't that happen to, like, uh... It did. Didn't somebody famous, famous from that? No, he didn't die. Didn't he? Stop trying to ruin this Sorry, show, he, Didn't somebody get run <laughs> over by that guy? No, I'm sure they did. No, uh, there was a guy in E17. A guy in E17. So he took E17. Brian Harvey. Brian Harvey in E17 got run over by his own car. Can I just talk about E17? Can I mention <laughs> another email here? Sure, yeah. No, because it's... Cause it's <laughs> she just talked about being like, I called work because the cows wouldn't let me out the flat. <laughs> Stood on the doorstep, but the boss had to drive around them. Wendy, E17. Whoa. So, but that's Walthamstow. That's not, there's not cows in Walthamstow, are there? It's not country. <laughs> is it? Maybe she sent it from, like, the maybe 18th she... century or something. But maybe I don't she... think it was big... It's a big country area. Is maybe... she not one of the... People in E17. <laughs> is, is that not what she means? Oh, maybe Brian now likes to be known as Wendy. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Uh, oh. Angie says, uh, I was late. This is brilliant. <laughs> I was late for work once. Uh, I went to leave for work only to hear cries from the garden. On investigation, I found my mum crawling around the lawn, <laughs> resembling a tortoise complete with wooden deck chairs stuck to her bottom. Where the canvas had split, she had fallen through to end up jammed in the frame. Even my boss couldn't be angry when he heard the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And Shell Cobbin says, My toddler once put the car keys in the washer whilst helping me load it. So after half hour searching, finally found them, but the car key remote no longer worked to switch the car alarm off. Had to drive to the garage with the alarm sounding. Oh. All of the cars were moving out of the way thinking I was some underco- undercover cop. Hey, that'd be great, like Bigfoot and the Hendersons. I'd well, be I well didn't into think that. you could do that. I thought you can't move the car, can it, when it's the alarm's going? I'm not a mechanic. I think people are just sending in lies. <laughs> <laughs> just thinking, well, it gets read. Gets read. Uh, 8, 12, 15 on the text. Now, after, uh, we could play a bit of Pearl Jam, uh, and then I'm after, and well, we'll do, we'll, and then probably go into adverts, and then we'll do something else. But this is what I want to talk about very, very, it's, it's quite important, this next it's bit. It's really serious. About. Yes, it's, it's a bit yeah. serious. I had a genuine 
argument with somebody this week, okay, outside mm. the school gates. Right. Yeah, it's a big one. And, I, and what I need... What I need to know from the public is who was in the right. Now, obviously, you're only going to hear my view, but... <laughs> <laughs> I just need to know if I was wrong. Jason... Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Joined by Hal Cruttenden this morning, who uh, <laughs> is very much worth uh, having a little look on YouTube. Very Some very oh, yeah. funny stuff on there. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. A DVD? You've got a DVD? I've got a DVD, yeah. yes. Where can we see that? That's, that's in all, all good, in all good <laughs> retailers. <laughs> in all good retailers. I don't know if it's still out in shops. Somebody's it, probably it came put out it on YouTube. Christmas. Why don't you just have a look? Maybe yeah. just download it illegally. No, <laughs> 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 but you can get it at Amazon or whatever. I don't really understand those things. No. Um... I don't think anyone buys DVDs. Do people still buy DVDs? That's the thing, isn't it? They don't on, in the same numbers, are they? No, they, they definitely don't. To. So people used to live off them, didn't they? For years. Yeah, I mean, I remember when I went to my, the, the I went to Universal, who my who did my big uh, first two two or three mm. DVDs, and you'd be like wined and dined and like taken upstairs to their big swanky offices, um, and there'd be like hundreds of people working there, and yeah. like I had a meeting there with them recently, um, and it's just like a, it's in like, the a port, it's like a porter cabin. <laughs> Support cabin in Hull now. It's just one guy running it. <laughs> just one guy. He's like, uh, just like, just, and he's not even got the internet because uh, <laughs> he's angry at it because it's cost him his livelihood. <laughs> so, right, this is what I want to talk to you about, right? I had a Could, bit of an altercation this oh, week. Okay. Oh, no, you wanted to mention something Can I quickly yes, mention no, you one deal, thing? No, you do One email I found. It's just from this guy. Now, this is probably coming... It, it, it was like, I said this a while ago. Yes. He's, it's Slippery Pete says, I'd like someone to express to the whole of the media that Jose... Jose is pronounced as Jose. Yeah. Get it right, people. Uh, exclamation mark slippery pete it's because i said jose Mourinho. i think slippery pete you're wrong because yes. he's portuguese it's jose spanish is jose so you're not slippery pete you're wrong pete yes <laughs> oh, thank you I just, I just love being i think i'm almost definitely right on this no you are you're right anybody's being jose. and i think it's a lesson for you pete to yeah. not be so certain that you're so right yeah. and lord it over people because i think you're wrong look it up online yeah Sorry. no no i, I think is how what what i like is that you've um You've just done a whole, like, a whole minute just to one person. I, I mean, know. That's what I like about the, oh, I'm that's so what I like about you on the radio. I'm really, really <laughs> petty. Listen, everyone, just <laughs> back, up, back off for a second. I know you're listening to the show, but this is just between Hal and Pete. <laughs> even, I, even I shut up for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> They've got a little bit of previous. Yeah. <laughs> Slippery Pete. Uh, yeah. So, this is the question I want to uh, ask, OK. Uh, was I right? Was I in the right? OK. So, all this week... So, the kids are back at school. All this week, uh, where I park to drop the kids off at school, because I live like 25 minutes away from the school, mm. and uh, where I park, uh, it's always very busy, as you imagine, it's near a school. Mm. But this week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, outside somebody's house, just on the road where we mm. always park, some fellas left a couple of cones on the, on, on the road, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm in a rush. It was like two minutes to nine... They're going to be late. I can't find anywhere to park, apart from double yellows or in front of someone's driveway or something, places you can't park. And I thought, well, he can't do this. It's wound me up every day looking at these cones. He doesn't work for the highways agency. Where do you even buy cones? Yeah. Like, if someone said to you now, can you get us a couple of cones? I go, I, I don't even know where you buy them. Students always have them in their they're, Yeah, they nick them. <laughs> People who've got cones have stolen from stolen them. Yeah. That's, that's my... There's no way you've got cones. You've not been to a cone shop. No. It's not. They don't sell them. Not even at B&Q. So, I thought, do you know what? I've got four kids in the car here. They've all got to get into school in the next two minutes. I'm parking here. And I got out and I moved the cone. I moved the cone and I parked the car and I took the kids into school. They were on time and they got happy faces, uh, smiley mm. stickers next to their names, and that's what counts. <laughs> so, then I came out, of course, and he was waiting. Yeah. We had, you know, a little altercation. Nothing yeah. major. He was fine about it, really. But... He was like, uh, mate, I ru he went, and then he said something like, I run a business from here. It's, well, it's your home, so yeah. I hope the tax knows. I mean, I didn't, I didn't threaten him, <laughs> but I didn't threaten him, but I was like, are you a sole trader or self-employed? <laughs> I, I didn't threaten him, but I just yeah. mentioned it. And, uh, and he, I've been waiting for a delivery. He went, I've been waiting for a delivery, uh, and, uh, and the guy's driving round because he can't park up because you've parked in this space. That's what the cones are for. I was like, firstly, the cones have been out there every day because you don't want people parking mm. in front of your house. Secondly, if you live opposite a school... Why are you getting deliveries at nine o'clock in the morning? 
Nine o'clock and three o'clock to you, they're not times you can get things now. That's, yeah. that's because that's where you live. Right, so, this was the, our little altercation. We dealt with it. Next day, I drove past. Cones were back up. Back up. I was like, what, you get delivered every day? Anyway, it's got me agitated, as I imagine, as you can imagine. Mm. So, what I want to know is, Hal, first and foremost, we'll, we'll, we'll put it out to people as well, 8, 12, 15 on the text. Am I right or am I wrong? Hal. Do you know what? I hate to do this, because I did this oh, about, about the Man City supporter, the Manchester City supporter that was We're not having there. him again. No, but you're, you're, I, I just would never move someone's cones, and... Why, though? Because the school that you will have deliveries at nine in the morning if you're running a business that was certain things going on. So he, it's not his fault that, he's up, that the school's there. Every day. Yeah, and all... Every day. And, I don't know, you've got... Could you... Oh, your kids are very little, aren't they? They have to they be driven. They are very little. You just have to leave extra time and park around the corner. I mean, I should have left extra time, you're quite right. And often yeah. I do park around the corner. Yeah. Uh, in fact, in fact, most of the time I park around my mum and dad's. Was this like the gig the again? You should have bought drinks for <laughs> everybody <laughs> in the road. <laughs> yeah, no, will do. But no, I just, I just think you can't go. I don't, no, I don't understand the cone thing because I, del- I would never move on. I mean, I'm really scared. No, ha- of But authority. would you put cones out in front of your house? No, but I'm not running a business from my. Well, I, I am running. I a don't bit. think I, he is. I'm. So, yeah. <laughs> um, no, but no, but but I think he. I, I just don't. Th- I think he's doing it for a reason. Hmm. And to I be, to be petty. Do you think he's just got cones, put them outside and gone on to stop people parking when the school runs happening? Because for him, it's only at nine and at three. I'm making you feel really bad now, aren't I? I think you could be totally wrong here. Mm. Because I think he's only doing... Why would he do it for those two... He obviously needs that parking space at two points of the day, Mm. nine and three. It's not that the whole... Mm. I feel... I don't know. I'm going to drive past at 12 o'clock and see if they're still there in the middle of the day. Let's find out. I'm happy to be wrong. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'll take it on the chin. Let me know. 8, 12, 15 on the text. Right or wrong? Are you all right to move somebody else's cones who don't work for the highways agency? Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. I'm joined by Hal Cruttenden this morning. And uh, we, uh, well, it, we've disagreed a couple of times, haven't we, Hal? Yeah, we have. But it's not got, never got unpleasant. <laughs> No, no, it hasn't. Uh, <laughs> so, I asked a question uh, uh, just before 10 o'clock, which was, uh, this guy who lives near the school, near the kids' school, uh, keeps putting cones out, and uh, and I uh, I moved the cones so I could park there and drop my kids off, and then we had a little altercation. Like, that was what I... That's what happened, right? Um, and if it had just been one day, I'd have been fine with it, but it's it's every day. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's every day. The guy's taking the mickey. So, uh, there was, I, I asked you uh, whether um, that was right or wrong of me to do, and most people, I must say, most people have been fairly pleasant about it. They've said uh, that I was in the right. Obviously, you're only hearing my side of the story. I understand that. The the defence has not been able to give their... Uh, their account of the story. Yeah. So obviously, and you're listening to my show, so you probably already sort of like me. It's, it's like very, it's, it's all, it's it's all weighted in my favour. It's like when that politician said that to those policemen, and then the policeman came jump at the yes, gate. Exactly. What you probably said was, "Do you know who I am? <laughs> Move your cones." Yeah. And then I said, threw Look, one of the cones through his living room window. Did <laughs> I mention that? Did I mention <laughs> that? <laughs> Somebody but said, "Did um, you park on the first day? On the first day you saw the cones? Was it? No, 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 oh, it was, no, no. I'd seen them there a couple of times. And was okay. like, oh, that's, that's annoying. There must be a skip coming or a delivery or so. I actually thought that." myself but by the third and fourth day i was like nah but nah it is hard because you know, we all know we've moved house mm. you do you've some of us do that you do yeah. something to hold a space but you can the ring house. the council and get that done properly as well not that anybody does but i've done that before but i just risk it i know i think listen, you're right Sorry. listen to this how right so firstly someone said this because it can backfire yeah. uh, jason we put cones out when it was my mum's funeral so the hearse could pull up in front of the house someone came along moved them and pulled up in front of the house can you imagine the poor man had to sit there and wait in his car as they loaded the hearse because the oh. hearse blocked him in, so he was unable to open the door until they drove away. That is that is karma. That's quite a fantastic revenge. Now I, hope I that had my funeral. Well, <laughs> <laughs> now I had instant karma on the same day. Right, I've had a few problems with this this car of mine, and the battery just keeps dying out of nowhere. Anyway, so that had happened in the morning, and. That afternoon, I had to go to the Trafford Centre near Manchester uh, and uh, pick my fo- my phone was broke as well. So I had to basically <laughs> in, my, in my broken car go and pick up my broken phone from from the Apple Store in Manchester. Right, got my phone and uh, came back out to the car, and the battery was dead. And I was like, "Oh, you're joking! This is like half ten. 
Mm. And I've had this thing at nine. <laughs> this karma could not have come quickly to me, right? Um, I'm like, what am I going to do? So I've, I've had to ring the AA to come out and sort my car out. Mm. But, of course, my, I've parked in forwards into a bay. There's cars all around me. I'm thinking, how's he going to get... Does he need to get the truck in so he can... Uh, so I had to stand in the space opposite me and try and keep the space free oh. for of, an hour and a half after I've been on the on the receiving end. I am now the guy trying to keep a space free. People were driving up, trying to get in there. It was dead busy. I was like, I'm trying to keep this space free for the AA man. Oh. <laughs> to be fair, only three people tried to get in and two out of the three both went, oh, it's all right, mate, I've been there. Uh, you know, I understand. And had to, but I thought, what has karma ever come round that quickly? Yeah, and how beautiful if it had been him going out shopping. <laughs> I mean, that would have been lovely. <laughs> <laughs> and if it had st- pulled up and gone, you'll need these. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just screw a couple of cones up. Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Hal Cruttenden is here also, and uh, we've um, we've had quite oh, cracky. I mean, we we often get a lot of text into the show at the best of times, yeah. but um, I think coming up with something, you know, annoying neighbours. I don't know what the I don't know what got people's imaginations, but uh, we've had. I mean, not just little texts as well, hundreds of essays. Yeah, of people. But it did start quite anti you, and then has swung massively for you, hasn't it? Yeah, it did. Uh, early on, it was like... all you know. I mean, people are coming up with good points. He knew where his house was located when he when he bought it. I mean, the house, the school would have been there longer than his house. So you can't start kicking off. I can think you? you need to get him on the show because I want to know. <laughs> but it's only because it's only two points in the day. That's the thing. I started off thinking, yes, you're definitely wrong, but then going. It's only those two. It's only for like half an hour, yeah. isn't it? While people drop people off, people or pick kids up. It's and it is carnage. Like, yeah. I mean, there's obviously not enough spaces for the amount of people going. And I mean, most of the time, what I'll do when I've got enough time is I park because my parents live around the corner. Like mm. they're like a sort of ten minute walk around the corner. So we'll just park there and, and wander around because it's just easier than the, yeah. the headache of it. Um, even though my kids hate it. Ugh. Uh, can you just drive right up to the gate? Kids aren't getting enough exercise. This is why you need to go and see the film Captain Fantastic. Yes. Uh, which is all about having kids that really, you know, he's living wild and off the grid and the kids all work out and run up mountains and stuff. Sorry, just... <laughs> but I give that a plug. I'm not even no. in it. It's nothing to do with me. I just, loved, review. Yeah, I just loved it the other <laughs> night. Sorry. Um, yeah, well, I, I feel... I feel good to get... Look, I, I'll let you know how it goes this week. Maybe he listens to the show. Yeah. Maybe now I've started it. Maybe I've started a, a, a something... Yeah, and people will be doing it all over the country, just throwing cones. Oh, Don't do that. Imagine? Don't do that, and then when you're when you're in court, say Jason Manford said it was okay. Oh, that'd be fantastic. Could you get sued? I'm sure. Maybe probably. If we were in America, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the police would be at the door now. Yeah. So, but apparently, you know, I mean, Andy, the, the police officer says you can't put cones out. Like you're not allowed to obstruct the highway. That's that's his official take on it. So, so legally, you are completely right. Yeah, but that? legally is different to morally, isn't it? Yeah. And it did play on my, you know, it did play on my mind for, for for the day, you know. And I did think, oh, did I do, did I do the right Until thing? Until you were then more taken up with your flat battery. But and then my flat battery the and my car and me, oh, crikey, what? An, and my broken phone. These iPhones, right? I mean, I don't. I mean, this show is never going to be sponsored by Apple. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> worried about it. This iPhone that I got, right? <laughs> I got it, and. Uh, and I dro- I, my daughter dropped it. She's 18 months. I mean, it's got the resistance of a poppadom, Hal. But why it just are you, cr- it just why are you giving your 18-month-old your phone? Because six- she, she has a lot of, <laughs> lot of calls. Yeah, she's a very busy girl. <laughs> she runs a business from our home. <laughs> she has um, outside. Because she's always up at quarter to six in the morning, and I just think, half an hour of Peppa Pig while I try and wake up. <sighs> Is is the life? I just love the way you're so open about the your very My parents. Poor parents. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care, mate. I've got a picture. <laughs> I've got a picture of her at. Uh, uh, you know when you're on holiday and you let your kids stay up far yeah. too late than than if you were at home you'd be judging yeah. other parents. But on holiday you're like we're on yeah. holiday. It's quarter to ten and she's eighteen months. It'll be totally <laughs> fine. I've got a picture of her like sat at a, at a restaurant table playing uh, watching Peppa Pig on her. I know. But I can see you judging me like a proper, like, no. judgy parent. <laughs> no, but it's like the way you're open about it. I think there's a lot of things that we lie about and go, yeah, I'm really good about doing this, but I you, remember. You can do your best. That's all you can do. 
You just think you're, but you just got to keep them alive every day. That's your only exactly. actual job. And after that, everything else is a bonus, isn't it? If they learn stuff and they become good people, then well it's done. Just, but it's, it's random. It, I think it's complete luck. Of I've, got, it is. I've got two teenagers. Do you tell me every serial killer's parents were bad parents? No yeah. way were they. Some of them were just dead nice. This is an argument I have with my wife. This is another one thing. My wife claims that where she well she claims I, she's a good parent. She says I was away too much <laughs> doing comedy. <laughs> She claims they're nice because of her, and I think it's just lucky, because I think we're quite bad parents. I mean, I'm not going to, you know, I wouldn't share stuff like you do about how bad our parenting was, <laughs> but my kids have turned out r- nice, really quite nice yeah. kids. I mean, I mean, I'm biased, but you just, yeah. you know, but they're probably doing terrible stuff that I didn't know awful, about. Awful, awful. <laughs> <laughs> but I, no, I think it is, I think it's totally random, but I think you can't, you know, you do your best, but I don't think watching Peppa Pig for half an hour of a morning is bad parenting. That is no, just, yes, that's just planning for the day. <laughs> Because otherwise, I tell you what would be bad parenting: getting up at quarter to six and then being in a, in a, a mood with your eighteen-month-old yeah. for the whole day. Because I have I sometimes have arguments with my seven-year-old. Right, that I think: why are we both getting angry? What as a grown-up? I can do it now because yeah. as a grown-up, why am I getting angry at a seven-year-old child? <laughs> and mm. she's getting angry because she's never going to be the first one to go. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hey, hey, yeah. Dad, <laughs> let's calm this down because. You know, one of us is going to say something we're going to regret here. You know, she's like, I want mummy. I'm like, well, I wanted a boy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it I have this with my 14-year-old going, we were having a row, and she was so sensible that I kept on just adding days, going, you're grounded for another day. She said to me, you're so bad at this. <laughs> yeah, in a moment. Wow. Went, yeah, I am just, I'm adding days on everything. I've got you're not agreeing with me. I'm going to keep grounding you. And she knows I'm not going to stick to it. Music matters. Been a little bit of a, a surge in this recently. I don't know if it's whether the uh, the newspapers are picking it up more than more of that. But there's been a story every few days, Hal, mm. of somebody misusing the nine 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 service. As we know, nine 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 is only for emergencies, for extreme emergencies that you need help by the police, the fire brigade, mm. and ambulance. The lifeguard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm landlocked. I'm in Manchester. We very rarely <laughs> bring the landlo- the, 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 the lifeguard. Um, so, but that's what it's for, right? But for some reason, people are starting to u- misuse the, uh, the, 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 the the 99 service. Now, there was one... We've actually got the call. We've actually managed to get the call. Uh, it was it was on all the mm. the newspaper websites last week. A woman in Stratford-upon-Avon rang an ambulance service... Well, do you know what? I'm just going to play it, OK? I'm going to play it, and you can just for yourself. It's a reason for your call, please. Sorry about this, but I've been on my feet all day, and now my feet are hurting me so much that I can't walk. How old are you, please? 32. OK. <laughs> you realise we won't be able to take you home? What will you do, then? Well, you called 999 for a life-saving ambulance, so we'll be taking you to the nearest available emergency department. And then from there, how am I going to get home? That's not anything to do with the ambulance service, unfortunately. That's how angry she is now. Yeah. OK, well, I when I'm at home and I'm in grave pain, I'll phone you back. Thank you. Nope, don't ring back again. No, <laughs> that's literally not the thing to do. OK. <laughs> there are all sorts of myths about what the police can do, aren't there? Mm. Because someone once said to me, if, you, if you're really drunk and you, you're lost and you're short of money, the police can give you a lift up. Oh, someone told me that. I've yeah, never thought... Yeah, that's not a thing. But this is... Uh, I don't know if this is true. <laughs> someone can check this. Yeah. If you're a pregnant woman... Oh, yeah. An, have you heard this? About the police helmet hat. Yeah, if you need a pee... police helmet, If you need a pee and you're a pregnant woman, a policeman has to give you his hat for... To have a wee in it. Wee in it. I don't know if that's true or not. That might be rubbish as well. I think it probably might have been true at some point. But, right. Uh, you know, it does seem... Like one of them, like, you know, you're allowed to... Um, Kill a Welshman in Wales with a bow and arrow. Yes. You know what I mean? If you're in Chester or something like that. Yeah, that's If he's true, in, within yeah. the walls after midnight, you're like, yeah. I think if you did it, you would still be done for manslaughter. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't think you want. But I read it, it was on QI. <laughs> like, I don't think you can use that in court. Um, so I started having a little look at that. So that happened, the, the woman with the sore mm. feet. Um, then last week there was a story um, about a guy, a man dialed 999 when a cafe in South East London served him the wrong tea. 
Roberto, a customer at Birdie Nun, uh, Num Num's Cafe, received a lemon and ginger tea instead of lemongrass. He initially started to write a negative review of the cafe whilst it was being reserved. When he was asked by the manager to refrain from leaving the review, his temper flared and then he rang 999. Cafe manager replied to the customer's TripAdvisor review saying, You were, without exception, the rudest customer I have ever dealt with. Please do not come back into my cafe. Your girlfriend, however, is more than welcome any time. Poor lads look mortified. So there was that. There was a couple of years ago, a mm. guy, um, a woman in the West Midlands had rung 999 uh, because she said, I've ordered an ice cream and he's put sprinkles on one side but none on the other. <laughs> During the minute-long call, the woman told the operator, it doesn't seem like much of an emergency, but it is a little bit. <laughs> but, you see, maybe we need a number that's midway between, you know, that sort of yeah. a number just to, just to moan to, not if it's legal. Just going, <laughs> I just... You know, yeah. so you can just call someone. You know, it's not serious enough to be like Samaritans, yeah. or it's yeah. not, you know, in terms of emotion, or it's mm. not, you know. But, but like someone's go, um, my wife is so unreasonable, I need to just tell someone. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that now, that's not true. My wife's lovely. Are you sure? Um, because she, I think you might be listening. In about an hour's but, um, time, you will be ringing 999. <laughs> I've met your wife. But do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? There is that, there is that thing. I mean, you do think people probably are just so frustrated over something so little that they need to just speak to someone. Yeah. Maybe there is an element of that. And there are some, you know, there's times when, I mean, there was a, the story about in America where a four-year-old kid called Johnny uh, called 911 because he needed help with his maths homework. That's great. Amazingly, the dispatcher actually helped him. That is just it's so quite, It's quite sweet, isn't it? Quite sweet. But it's not what it's for, OK? No. That's not what it's Do for. Do you hear about this? A, a Florida woman called 909 because she was locked inside her car, turns out, and she was going, it's getting really hot and the engine's died and I can't... And all she has to do is pull the, the manually open the door. <laughs> It's just, I mean, that, I have actually been stopped by a woman in a garage <laughs> just who asked me though, to it? open the bonnet of her car because she didn't know how to open get the bonnet. You? I know, I was so thrilled. <laughs> I mean, you I was all so, people. So, I did go, thank you so much I for, think if for I asking was... you to do something manly. And I could open the bonnet. <laughs> if I was stuck at a garage yeah. and I was, I was thinking, I don't know how to do this, and you were pulled up, I'd think, I'll give it another five minutes, <laughs> see, if any, see if anyone else comes. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. We're real music. Matters. Somebody's come up with a good idea on the uh, text here. Maybe we should uh, start a moaning hotline. So instead, like you were saying, there should be a yeah. middle number, Hal, instead of 999 emergencies, what we should do is set up a moaning hotline and staff it with lonely old people, thus solving two problems. Brilliant. Brilliant. I mean, if, if there's one thing old people love, it's a good moan. But do you know what it's like, lonely old people? I'm, I mean, I am old, because I've just turned 47. I would love to staff that. I'd love to hear other I people's moans. I would love moans. that as well, I just, actually. I, I love things that make me feel a bit better about my life as well. <laughs> so <laughs> people go, I'm having a rotten day. Oh, my day's not so bad. But, um, oh, K- Well, Katie tweeted as well. Uh, Katie Wood said, uh, oh, God, this discussion about people calling 999 for stupid reasons has got me face-palming. Well, we've actually got a few, and these are not, these are genuine uh, phone calls, these are the transcripts of genuine phone calls, okay? Me and Hal okay. uh, are going to use our best acting skills, okay? okay. You can be, the, you can be the, uh, the police or the, whoever it is, and I'll be uh, the caller, okay? okay. <clears throat> should we go with, um, what should we go with? We'll go with uh, that one there on that second page, yeah? Yeah, okay. okay. <clears throat> yes. <clears throat> right, go. Police emergency. Uh, what happened was, uh, there's been a theft from outside my house. When did this occur? Well, I'm not sure exactly, because I haven't been able to check on him uh, for about five hours. I-, I went out about five minutes ago to-, to have a fag, and he's gone. It could be in the last five hours, but I know there's CCTV up this way. Who's gone, sorry? Me snowman. Right. Your, your snowman's been stolen? Yeah. And what do you mean? A snowman actually made out of snow or an ornament? No, no. He's made out of snow. I, I made him myself. He had two of my teaspoons as his arms and money on his face. I'm not being funny. I know it's only a snowman, but I thought he'd be fine with it being icy. Uh, people wouldn't be walking up and down the road. But in the end of the, but in the end of the day, you don't expect someone to knit your snowman. Do you know what I mean? Dude, <laughs> these are the people. These are genuine <laughs> transcripts. We'll do. Let's do that next one on that next page there. This one. Shall I be the? Uh, I'll be the. I'll be the copper this time. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I thought you were good the last time. I played it a bit Sherlock Holmesy. No, I want to say I'll be the uh, copper this time. <laughs> uh, I'll be, uh, yeah, I'll be a London copper. Uh, okay. <clears throat> Hello, what's your emergency? I've run out of toilet roll, and you're calling nine 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 for that reason. Oh, is this nine nine nine? Yeah. Oh, sorry, wrong number. I mean, wrong number. <laughs> How can you do nine 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 as a wrong number? I, know. I always thought it was nine 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 because it was the lowest number 
on the phone. You know when it was an actual oh, keypad? Yeah. And, like, if you were on the floor reaching up. You just... Because uh, imagine, just those two inches, if it was, like, 111, and you're just like, oh, if only it was 999, I would have been able oh. to reach the phone and press it. But wasn't it the longest way to dial round the nine? Yeah, I guess it was. Imagine so you that think was an it emergency. Be the shortest way. Of course, because they were the, the dial round phones. Yeah, yeah. but it That's should a be stupid. So, it, idea. It, it, 999 is stupid because it's easy to bu- easier to butt dial it or something than 911 in America. I think we should have 911. Really, shouldn't we? I mean, don't you think it's it's? We can't change it now. No, we can't. We can't. That'd we be can't change it. That'd be crazy. Maybe 911 could be our moaning line, so Americans in trouble think, could phone up and go, "Oh, it's just." For I moaning. think 911. I think if if you do dial 911 <laughs> in this country, it does. Um, it does go through, I oh, think. Oh, does it? I think oh, so. Right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it does. Right, let's do one more before we, uh, we, we crack on. Uh, we'll do, uh, <laughs> let's do, let's do the squirrel one on page one. This made me laugh. Uh, this is from, uh, this is Avon and Somerset. A lady dialed 999 to report this. Uh, okay, so I'll be the, I'll be the, I'll be the caller. Okay. Hi, uh, can you send one of your rescuers, please? There's a grey squirrel with no hazelnut trees. There's a grey squirrel with no hazelnut trees? Yeah. And you're phoning 999 for that? Yeah, because his life is in danger. It's a grey squirrel. It's a rare species. Grey squirrels are not rare. It's the red squirrels that are rare. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not being funny, but it's sort of half and half. It might <laughs> be a crossbreed. <laughs> <laughs> OK, thanks yes. for your call. <laughs> oh, God, these people! This is... Jason Manford. This is... Matters. I mean, if you think our calls uh, to nine 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 are crazy, mm. the ones over in the states, my good god, angered that her local McDonald's was out of chicken McNuggets, a Florida woman called nine one one three times to report the fast food emergency. <laughs> uh, this lady said uh, she called the police to complain that a cashier would not give her a refund. When cops responded to the restaurant, Goodman told them, this is an emergency. If I had known they didn't have McNuggets, I wouldn't have given my money. And now she wants to give me a McDouble, but I don't want one. She was arrested by the, so police. the police. the police turned up? Yeah, they turned up to arrest her for misusing the 911 system. Um, and there was one here in China. Uh, a woman called the local 911 in China after her boyfriend refused to warm up her cold feet. Police officer uh, Chow Deng of Ningbo received two consecutive calls. One from the woman complaining her boyfriend refused to warm her feet. The other from the man saying his girlfriend was too demanding. <laughs> Deng went out to the rental apartment close to Ningbo University to try to resolve the issue but found the couple still rowing. He eventually persuaded the boyfriend that it was a man's job to warm his girlfriend's feet but told the woman not to leave her feet there for too long. The young couple put aside their differences and thanked him for coming to solve their problems. <laughs> I love it. Oh. So, eight twelve fifteen is the text. If you want to say hello, uh, we've actually got Neil on the phone. Who is? Uh, are, you, are you with the air ambulance, Neil? I am. Yeah, I work for my uh, my local air ambulance service, the uh, Thames Valley. Oh, lovely! Air ambulance, nice one, pal. So you must have had your fair share of uh, duff calls over the years. <laughs> I was just chuckling, actually, listening to some of those from around the world. <laughs> yeah, you, think, you think it's sort of all, all in your area, but you realise that there's there's plenty of crazy people all over the place. I mean, even just this over in, uh, just from that news report there in Somerset, ninety thousand calls a year are for non-emergencies, and yes. that's just Somerset. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably all the cider. That's unbelievable, but, uh... isn't it? So, what's your, you've got a theory on the nine nine nine, have you? Yeah, so when I joined, I remember one of the old hands talking to me about it when I joined back in 94. Mm. And, and they, they seemed to think that, obviously, phones around were, bef- were around before the 999 system. Mm. And when they uh, wanted to develop an, uh, a common number for emergencies, that they tried 111, because that would obviously be the easiest yeah. number to yeah. dial on those old-fashioned phones. Oh, right. But they realised that, that actually, the, obviously, the numbers travel down cables at different frequencies, and that the number one could, in high winds, get shaken out of the cables almost Christ. or lost. So they figured that the nine had a higher frequency or whatever, and that was what they went with. Blimey. Although, when probably like me, when you were growing up in the eighties, seventies, and eighties, when you used to use the old dial phones that. Mm. That's ridiculous. I've got to turn my finger the whole way round yeah. to get to nine. Yeah, that but is. That's, that's that's my understanding of it. Yeah. There you go. Well, it's, it's a stuck. it's a good as theory as any, my friend. 
<laughs> Lovely, thanks, Neil. Keep up the good work, pal. Yes, do All a fly right. past. Okay. You're not in the air now, are you? <laughs> so no, 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 I'm, I'm not. I'm sat looking at the aircraft, actually. So. Oh, nice one, man. Take care, <laughs> yeah, pal. Okay. Cheers for that. Yeah. Have you ever had to ring uh, 999 for any, uh, for any wrong reason? I've rung 999 a couple of really embarrassing ones. I was driving once into Wales. Mm. Pro- I bet you other people have thought this possibly and they've been a bit idiotic. I'm driving it for 12, 13 years ago or something. And some smoke was blown across the carriageway of the Seven Crossing. It is correct, yeah. And, um, yeah. And this smoke, and I just, I, I don't know why. I was in this mode of feeling very official, going, that smoke yeah. is dodgy. They're Doing your civic duty. I phoned, I, I phoned 999 and went, there's smoke blowing across the carriageway. And I don't know if this is something a bit dodgy. Went, oh, well, something else to, to check. Driving back the next day, there's a factory with steam oh. coming out of it by the side of a thing, which is embarrassing. I'm, yeah. I did another one. I, see, I, I, this is me getting overexcited. Maybe you're one of these people. Oh, I am a little bit weird. You were at McDonald's, they had no McNuggets. Yeah. <laughs> but I, but I, I once saw a guy knock... I mean, a real... This is a real 9 right, call. But it was embarrassing, this. I'm driving along the road in London, a guy knocks hmm. another guy out, does a kung fu kick thing. Wow. A crowd surrounds the guy on the ground, and the other guy runs across the road and goes down a side road. I then followed him in my car, calling 999 to the police, going, I've got a guy in front of... I, I was so... <laughs> I was really in the cop phase, and I went, I'm, I'm following this guy very slowly, going along. Comes to a bit where I have to get out of the car. I got out, followed him on... You didn't have to get bit. out of the car! I know. I fo- they actually tell you not to do no, that! I know, but, but I was following him at a distance, and then I realised my, at the time, sleeping two-year-old was in the back of my car. I went, <laughs> So the police could have gone, we're going to do you for that. <laughs> yeah, somebody <laughs> rang, there's been a car here, there's a, there's a kid <laughs> a been left in it. She was asleep and being very quiet. Yeah, totally fine, it's totally her fault. I got excited, I was chasing a criminal. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Thanks for listening this morning on Absolute Radio. Uh, back again next Sunday, of course. Thanks to Hal Cruttenden, Thank who you. I'm sure has something to tell us. Like, what? Oh, uh, plug something? Oh, plug, yes, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I'm back on tour. Yay! I'm back on tour from this Friday. I've, I'm now looking at the uh, dates in front of me. This tell Friday, us. there's still tickets in Camberley. Should I just what? tell you the dates that aren't sold that well? Yeah, why don't you... No, because some are sold out, but Camberley's not great. But it's fine. It's nice to turn up. I don't up. know where Camberley is. Um, Where's Camberley? Camberley's in Surrey. Okay, um, cool. Camberley, Eastbourne, I think that's okay. Uh, yeah. Nottingham, Spaldingstone, goes through, I go to Northern Ireland, um, all over the place, Wales. This is all till end of November, and then I'm at Les Square Theatre then in London. That's virtually sold out, so don't worry about that one. But <laughs> come and see me in Wales. <laughs> Where Cardigan, we... particularly. There's always places that are hard to sell. Even, it doesn't matter what level you get to. There's still really? there's always places that you like. You'll still, you, occasionally, there'll be an area that even Michael McIntyre struggles. Like, it's yeah. just, you just have these, Oxford for some reason for me, Oxford mm. and Kings Lynn, I remember uh, struggling with a little while back. I think so. a lot of people struggle with Kings Lynn. Yeah. No, I struggled in, with Kings Lynn. They're, but they're still nice people. Lovely. They're happy that anybody's turned up. Not their fault. There's <laughs> <laughs> always a danger that you take it out on the people who have turned up. Exactly. <laughs> For the people who haven't. Exactly. Uh, I go back on tour uh, in Northampton uh, with oh. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Lovely. Uh, in a week's, a week and a half uh, time. I've started rehearsals this week and uh, I'll be honest with you, I've put on about a stone since I've finished uh, Old Bambooing in April and uh, it's basically like trying to do the same dances but with somebody really tiny on your back. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard work. Uh, thanks for listening this morning. Uh, Hal Crutton tells your uh, website and... Oh, com. Could have probably guessed it. That's our Twitter. Should I do Twitter as well? Twitter if you want. Yeah, if you feel... Hal Cruttenden. Uh, that's it, really. Like, yeah, I've got a Facebook page as well. There's lots of ways. They're Just, all Hal Cruttenden based, though. There's no all, variation. Yeah, it's on not the a page. difficult name. It's not an unusual name. <laughs> so no. It's just Hal Cruttenden. Yeah. Uh, so make sure you go and see Hal. I can heartily recommend seeing him live uh, or uh, grabbing his DVD from uh, somebody who's illegally downloaded it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Music matters.